Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, Chuck isn't the last of us. Jake pulls cards at work, and we have cards to talk about. How are we doing today, Chuck? Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing good. It's, yes. Yeah. It's a new year, and we got a bunch of new cards to talk about. And Oh, I'm yes. Super excited, because one of them... His name Whimsicott. <laughs> <laughs> You're excited about Whimsicott. I'm excited about Manaphy, but enough about that. We'll talk about those guys in, in later in the episode. We got to catch some catching up to do today. Um, so how have you been since uh, the last last week or since the last time we talked? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I've been fine. Um, just doing work. Uh, I got uh, the reason brought up The Last of Us. I've been playing The Last of Us for the very first time um the I think first version the I, first I've, game the last of us the first one. what a great game and i think there's something in the water in that triple p here because i was recently started and played through uh breath of the wild four years later and you're even going further back um uh, and going last of us it was a great game um, yeah i had a friend tell me i was just looking for a game that was just like a, you know a really good one player game that i can kind of like just dive into mm-hmm. and i have to say man that game is good because it's just a great story in general that you just kind of like play a game around like i it's not it's not something where they're trying to like make it super hard or or push anything like in a like anything on you like or multiplayer even though it is multiplayer but it's just like i'm so glad you're making a tv show out of it oh yeah you just like came in perfect because i've been waiting for this for years i don't even remember when the game came out but i was like oh this needs to be a movie but tv show even better i I don't want to make this the like the last of us podcast but (laughs) it's just it it's just a great story and i just got in enthralled with i just kept wanting to play it so i I mean i finally got through it all and i know exactly what happens now in the first one but very good don't tell me i have i won't give you spoilers part two so um um, that's next week and probably beyond i need to figure out uh what goes there now. yeah uh one question before we move on from the last of us um uh, that first the first chapter we say the beginning of the game um what was your reaction did you did you get uh cheery-eyed or, or anything like that i mean the the game punched me in the gut at least three times yeah like and i i'm like I'm pretty sure I cried the for the first chapter, like before the credits rolled. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when you just leave Pittsburgh, like that punched me in the gut too. Yeah. With with the the one kid, and then oh, I mean, there's just so many more other moments where I'm just like, geez. Yeah, great but, game. But yeah, uh, like you said, it's not the Last of Us uh, podcast. <laughs> although maybe we should start up a Last of Us <laughs> podcast now. <I'm> <laughs> um but yeah so this week um was kind of interesting for me as well um during like the christmas season our our work was really really busy um like i've kind of said uh, on previous episodes um and they needed us to come in on a couple saturdays or whatever so as a thank you um they kind of asked everybody at work you know something you know that was reasonably priced um you know as a gift kind of a thank you gift so uh, of course you know, being a grown man, 37 years old, you know, in front of a bunch of different, you know, people at work, I'm like, Pokemon cards, just get me some Fusion Strike Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> I am loud and proud nerd there. Um, so, you know, originally the plan was to come home, open it with uh, the wife um, and, and and kid. 
And, you know, we did that for Christmas and I pulled absolutely nothing and I complained about it uh, back then. Uh, but some of the guys at work are like, you need to open them at work at break at last break. I'm like, uh, I don't know. And, and I guess it was all that I needed to hear is if, if I pulled it at work, I would pull straight fire. If I waited to, to go home and pull it, I'd pull nothing again. Um, and with the luck I've been having, that was enough to say, okay, let's do it. So because the cards mysteriously change depending they do. on where they are. They absolutely do. They, they change when you open them and where you open them. So it actually really, really matters. But um, so, yeah, so uh, in break, there was probably like 20 people in the atrium that we have at work. Um, and I'm just I'm sitting there opening pa uh, some packs because we got the, the build and battle kit. So it came with two pre-release kits with the four additional boosters. So um, just going through those, uh, go through half of it. Absolutely nothing again. I'm like, oh, this is just absolute garbage. Um, and then lo and behold, I pull the, the card I was dreaming for. Uh, in this set, hoping for uh, the Mew V alt art, uh, just the, the baby V with the Dreepy on, on the Mew. Um, and the best alt art. The best alt art. And I just flipped out in front of everybody, and, and everybody just looked at me like I'm a complete nerd, but I, I didn't even care because I was so happy. Um, and then the very next pack was a, v, a Mew V Max. So I was like, what is going on here? So I start, I, I straight pulled two great pulls right in a row. Um, to you know end my week last week so that was a pretty fun and a unique experience for me yeah i have i have uh not been pulling great myself so i went and treated my i i just i just visited a card store and i went i'm gonna pull fire here can yeah. i have those two karina focuses please i just bought, <laughs> bought singles let's go way to go chuck <laughs> pulling those karinas yeah there yeah so i got two two fire rares out of zero packs that is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Let's we do this. have some stuff to talk about, but before we talk about all the new cards, we yes. want to do some trivia, right? We got, of course. We got a trivia question. Uh, I got a of trivia course. question. Yes. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. This may be a layup, but. Maybe with me, you never know with Pokemon. With the trading card game, I feel like I'm good, but with anything lore wise, I feel like I am not so much. All right. So. This is a fun question I just made up, but I was looking around and I saw it. So what two Pokemon share this attack? Mm -hmm. So there's two Pokemon I'm looking for the answer on. And the attack is called Cotton Guard. 30 damage. During your opponent's next turn, this, po this Pokemon takes 30 less damage. I mean, Whimsicott. And there's a second one? Second one. Is it standard legal? No, probably not, huh? No. Isn't that they're they're not standard? What's legal? another cotton Pokemon? I feel really stupid right now. Yes. <laughs> I did it. You wouldn't get the second Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, dang it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get it. Just tell me. I don't feel dumb, but uh, let's just let's just rip that band-aid right off. It's, it's another it's the other coat it's eldegoss oh my god no the card that eldegoss the eldegoss card is standard legal but the whimsicott card is not standard legal um oh is it that new one that gives you energy if you are uh, as an ability yes oh my gosh you, you i cannot believe i missed card that it's on oh my but, gosh that's half credit uh, i i've lost my uh, my street cred here <laughs> I have, but be that Whimsicott V Star came out, I've, I wanted a Whimsicott 
themed trivia question and I thought that might be the best. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Um, I feel ashamed that I missed it, but um, <laughs> let's go on to mine. And I like to play that guess this Pokemon this attack belongs to as always per the huge. Um, so this is standard legal. Um, I'm going to give you, I don't think you're going to get it off this attack because this is, I, the, I will give you a, a hint here. This is a Pokemon that is used for its ability, not its attack, but I'm going to give you the attack first. See if you can get it. Um, um, knuckle punch. No. Knuckle punch. It's a Pokemon used for its ability. So it's a it's gotta be a fighting poke. No. Maybe. Is it Houndoom? Well no, Houndoom wouldn't use his knuckles. He has paws. Um uh, what has knuckle is Urshifu? I would see. I'm thinking Urshifu, but Urshifu doesn't have an ability. No, this is a poke. I mean, not. I wouldn't say it's a Pokemon that a lot of people use in some decks, but um, every it's a niche use. I'm gonna go with a, a prayer shot from downtown in Pessimian. That was a very good guess, um, but no. Um, <laughs> I will give you the ability name, and if you miss it on the ability name, that then you lose your street cred. Pitch a Pukimuku. <laughs> <laughs> Pukimuku doesn't have knuckles. How is he gonna do a knuckle? Punch? I mean, he comes out of like a like a shell or something, and then he uses it like I don't know. Like I, I mean, I'm sure again. Like, he doesn't have knuckles, but okay. Yeah, Whatever. it's right there. <laughs> that's what I thought. That, that's exactly my thought. I'm like. Is he like? Is he all knuckles or is he no knuckles? So I was like, ah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask that question. It was kind of funny. That's a good one. You got me. It was not that. That was not on the radar. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you want to get into some? Uh, <laughs> random all right. Card let's madness? keep. Let's keep the fun train rolling. We got random card madness. Let's do it. So me. we're we're Pittsburgh. It's cold. It's chilly. So we're going Chilling Rain. Let's <laughs> Random card from Chilling Rain. We're going to punch up. For those of you who don't remember our first time, we're going to pick a random card, random number corresponding to the card number in the set. We're going to decide whether that card is good, whether you want to keep it, put it in a deck, or uh, throw it in your bulk bin. Don't keep it. Um, go from there. Yep. So we're going to generate a random number. We got number card number 64 in Chilling Rain, which was of 198 cards in that set. 64 takes us to a psychic Pokemon. Mm. We got a good one to talk about today. We have Cressilia, basic Pokemon, 120 HP, psychic, like I said, coming in with the attack for one psychic, Crescent Glow. Search your deck for a psychic energy card and attach it to one of your Pokemon. If you go second and it's your first turn, instead search up for three psychic energy and attach them to one of your Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. And it has a second attack to psychic energy, photon laser, 30 plus. If you have at least five energy in play, this attack does 90 more damage, totaling 120. Yes, this is, I say, you keep it um, in your collection. You have at least four of in your binder. Um, there is at least a one of spot 
in, uh, for this card in any Shadow Rider deck currently, um, if not a two, two of. Um, we all, I mean, we don't have necessarily the psychic decks like we had the old fire decks with uh, Volcanian, uh, but having that, um, the Crescent Glow ability, uh, or not ability, but attack going, going second on your first turn is really, really good to get energies just throughout your bench. Um, so I say, yes, keep it. And it, it's definitely something to keep an eye on, depending on any future psychic cards that come out, um, that Crescent Glow attack. Um, being really awesome. The the photon laser, maybe not so much, but still, uh, I think this card has usability. What say you, Chuck? Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically Volcanian. The card definitely has usability. Um, if you're looking at um, Shadow Rider, it's definitely a one of already in there, at least. Mm -hmm. Just if the off turn that you go second, you can get that three energy real, real uh, fast. Um, and it's only a single prize Pokemon if you happen to lose it. Um, yep. and, and it's really easy to find with the with the fog crystal and, yeah. and all the Pokemon search out there. Because it's basic. Um, it will come into play when we talk about Whimsicott V-Star as well because of uh, that Pokemon's attack. Um, and, and so, I mean, it'll see use. So you're definitely going to want to keep one of those around. Uh, four would be good. I don't see people making, I don't see it being like a Vulcanian where you, I just don't see psychic being that way where you want to get like, where it's like the premium go-to. Uh, that's the way you want to start. Like Vulcanian was with, with welder. Currently um, no, but. Cause the other bonus, which was no one really talked. I, I do remember hearing about it, but the trick with the, this, which is what is different from Volcanian, is if you get the photon laser, you can actually KO another Cresselia if you fulfill the needs, where okay. Volcanian actually wouldn't have KO'd itself if you hit the need. Like, yeah, the, the specs for max damage. Like, it did 10 less than KOing a Volcanian, whereas Cresselia will at least KO a Cresselia. <laughs> So I, I don't see it being like the go-to play um, that Volcania is kind of maybe not off the back of that, just on the sheer fact that Psychic doesn't do the same things that the fire, fire of old did. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, with that attack, again, uh, versatility and energy acceleration for the future, because you know we don't know what's coming out uh, you know, in, in sets in the future. And this card definitely may find a place in one of those decks um, if Psyche kind of changes the way they kind of operate. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the better cards we've ever pulled. Or yeah. So <laughs> definitely Psychic hold on to focus. one of those. If you get one of the gold ones, trade it to me. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's it for Random Card Madness. Let's go talk the meta with Turtwig. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to... Turtwig Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as RY for Gaming. I am joined by none other than the best starter of all time, Turtwig. This week we have 16 tournaments, 2,255 deck plays, and 6,827 matches to cover this week. So, let's hop into those top 8s. Starting off, Umbreon had 11 top 8s, tied with Duraludon also having 11 top 8s. Next, Sableye had 13 top 8s, 
Jolteon had 19 top 8s, and surprise surprise, at the top, New Genesect with 30 top 8 placements. And that's it for the top 8s of the week. Let us know on Twitter at PitPokeyPod and at ry for gaming what your favorite format of all time to play in is. And now, onto those boring meta numbers. Notable changes to Umbreon Urshifu, Sableye Inteleon, Urshifu Inteleon, Victini, and Zacian. Starting off, Umbreon and Urshifu had a 47.43 win percentage this week. Being under 50%, that's not a good week for Umbreon Urshifu, but last week also was under 50%. Umbreon Urshifu seems to be showing off its weaker side the past few weeks. Next notable change was to Sableye Inteleon being at a 6% uh, play rate for the week, and that is up by 2% from last week being at 4% and having a 52% win percentage. That is notable because the win percentage of the most played deck is Mew Genesect with 51.31%, and being above Mew's win percentage tends to mean that you're doing really well in the meta. Surprisingly, compared to last week, it was actually down by 3%, whereas it was at 55% win percentage for Sableye and Teleon. But still being above 50% shows that Sableye and Teleon is a deck to be feared if you're playing Psychic. So if you're playing Psychic, watch out. Next, Urshifu and Teleon was down in win percentage by 2.5%, being under that 50% win rate and landing at 48.38% win percentage for the week and that is not looking too good for Urshifu and Teleon. My friend need to make it back. Uh, next Victini being at a 43% win percentage this week. That is down by almost 8% from last week at 50%. That is not looking so good but Zacian has come in and said, I'm taking your spot, Victini, with a 53% win percentage overall. And that is up last week by 8%. So those two are kind of flip-flopping with each other. And the play percentages have stayed about the same. So that does it for the boring meta numbers. <laughs> I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Heroes Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner for Thursday Locals. Uh, nobody played this week because we had to cancel due to some unfortunate events. So, yes, sorry. Can't really give y'all a winner this week. Tell someone to try harder next time. Uh, now, let's go to the wins of the week because we sure didn't have one. Uh, starting off, Zacian took home two tournaments. Umbreon took home three tournaments. Jilteon took home three tournaments. Eugenesect took home four tournaments. And somebody is sitting at the top with Mew Genesect, and that, my friends, is Sableye, with also four tournament wins. That's right, Mew has finally met its match, and that is Sableye and Teleon. Now, Turtwig worked really hard on getting all this data ready just for you, so if you could let us know on Twitter at RY4Gaming your thoughts on this week's report. That does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. Be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5 p.m. EST for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And back to the cast. All right, Ryan. Great job as always. Turtwig, thank you for that research that you do for us. Always great. Always great.
with that, it is time to jump into the news. News time. We news got time. All right. Actually, a bunch of news this week. We do. Um, we're not going to talk about the the big set with the the hundred revealed um, in the news section because that's going to be kind of like the main topic of the day. Um, but we do have a couple other news uh, articles, and I want to start this out with uh, the team challenge season three. Um, I don't think we talked about it on previous episodes. I, I think this came out like right after our last episode. Um, yeah. So a few few different changes from the from uh, the first two that we had. Um, so the first big change is in the past, once you registered for a store, you played in a tournament, you were locked in and you had to play that store, um, play for that store. Um, you miss a day or you just don't qualify for the, you know, the, through the fir- first four, um, you just, you, you know, you're out, you, you bad luck on you. Um, you know, especially, you know, it's your schedules, you know, not lining up with the store. So this, uh, this time around, we get to pick up the three stores. Uh, so again, uh, you can, you know, pick your, your normal LGS and then maybe a couple, uh, spots around, uh, closer to you. That way you have more time, uh, more opportunity to make a team and represent, um, the second big change is that you have to play within the state you live in. If you live in the United States. Um, so for us, we can only play in Pittsburgh. Um, that, that extends, uh, like it, it, it extends to the state for the u.s but it actually i mean we have a few foreign listeners but if you're in europe it actually it locks you to the country you're in so i i'm i've seen on twitter some guys were saying like they would go across the border because they live close yeah to another store but that is now not eligible yeah so So a little bit of pros and cons because i know other people you know we we're a big online community um and you know we might want to play for a store that's in a state neighboring us or across the country because we have friends, you know, through the internet. But unfortunately, we can't do that. But I mean, I think this, you know, that's the biggest con, but the, the biggest pro is you can play up to three stores um, or try to qualify up to three stores. Once you qualify, if you do qualify, you are now locked into that store and now you can't go into other um, stores at that point. So you can't represent more than one uh, store at, at a time. So only qualify once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the big news, but exciting that we do have something to play for because it's been a little bit since we've had something to play for. So uh, thank you, Pokemon. I know it's, you know, the way the world is right now, uh, things aren't really looking like they might open. Uh, unfortunately, I will see, but uh, at least we have something to play for. Well, I, I do remember reading in the article too, that if, if, uh, if playing in person is available, in very select parts of the world right now yeah you are eligible to run the in-store uh basically the in-store qualifier yeah and do it in person but in the u.s that basically not it's all going to be online in the u.s so don't get your hopes up in the u.s we're playing online still yeah personally i'm excited i really i have i had a lot of fun with team challenges uh mostly the second one because it qualified and then we got our team got all the way up to the top 256 so it was a, it was a lot of fun well hopefully uh team pittsburgh can uh go a little bit further this time and make some more noise uh but yeah i'm, I'm really excited uh to start playing again uh and try to represent uh, our store our state and just pokemon in general yeah 
All right. Uh, do you want to take the lead on the next article that we got we're, here? We're going to talk about some po like quick quick hits on some new Pokemon cards. Right? Quick hits on some new Pokemon that aren't part of that 100 set or yeah. the full set that they. Yeah, it's not. These are um, basically a batch of gym promos that you will see over in Japan, uh, which eventually um, will make. They've all made their way to the U.S. at one point in time. Hard to tell exactly when um but uh we do see a gym promo we'll go with infernate v because it's a brand new card yeah um it's a basic fire pokemon um and then it comes with the two attacks we got one one attack that's a single colorless energy meteor punch 30x damage flip a coin until you get tails this attack does 30 times for each head heads um i mean get lucky Keep streaming. The heads, 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 heads. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the second attack is two fire and one colorless. Bright flame, 200 damage. Discard two energy from this Pokemon. Um, not bad. Not great. Um, For the cost, it, I don't like it. Um, I mean, that's, it, it, it's Sandaconda's attack with 20 less damage. And it's fire type, so... Santa Conda, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see any immediate like thing that jumps out uh, with this card. I don't think it's going to be meta meta relevant. I mean, I'm sure we'll see some of that meteor punch for the one colorless. Um, just keep flipping, 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 and then like somebody will hit like 15 heads in a row or something, do some kind of ridiculous amount of damage. But in general, this card um, probably well, not going to do do much. Those ones, that one's the tough one because you got to get them all in a row. Mm -hmm. So that I mean, is true. you're talking, and it's only 30x. So you're talking, you need at least like five heads in a row to get to 150 damage. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's insanely lucky in five heads in a row and you're doing mediocre V damage. Yeah. I still think somebody will try to make it work and they'll probably hit it. Um, oh, there's always people that love them flip cards. Yeah um all right so i mean i i mean i'm a little underwhelmed there um but do we want to talk about i mean there's not much else here that's really relevant i weavile i don't know how relevant weavile is going to be um i mean i guess we can go read this is uh, a stage one uh, evolves from sneasel um pursuit claw choose one of your opponent's bench pokemon this attack does 20 damage for each damage counter um, on that Pokemon, don't apply weakness or resistance uh, for one darkness energy. So I guess, you know, dropping him and maybe finishing something off, uh, hiding on the bench. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, it could be all right. Uh, I guess it's not completely horrible. It's a weak, it's a much weaker Sableye, but you're sniping because you yeah. get to pick anything. So, I mean, you're talking uh, 20 damage for each damage counter on it. Uh, if you have something that's easily done, I don't know, 100 damage, you're doing another 200. That's 300. I mean, yeah, and it, yeah, if it's a, if it's a, you know, 120 damage, yeah, you're you're knocking out anything um, that's yeah. hiding on the bench. Basically, <laughs> you could you could weirdly use it with Rapid Strike Urshifu. Um, yeah, especially the, the the Moltres version. Um, yeah, that has you, those dark energy. You 120 to the bench. Even if it's DGV maxes, then you can pursuit claw the next one for you know what? Yeah, now you've kind of talked into it. Dang it. 
Um, although we're going to talk about a card that will make that useless. So um, <laughs> yeah. let's go to the second attack. Uh, nothing to write home about. Uh, dark, uh, dark and two colorless. Um, claw slash for 100 damage. Um, really not doing it for me there. Uh, so if you're going to do it, you're going to do the Pursuit Claw. Um, in a Rapid Striker Shifu um, that has a Moltres in there, I can see it kind of fitting in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, someone will make that work. I mean, that'll that'll find space. It's only a stage one. Um, you could use Zoroark, the tricky Zoroark, to grab it when you need it to, if you wanted to, without having to like put Sneasels yeah. in the deck. Um, that's a good attack. Uh, be that it snipes, it might have some troubles at the moment. Uh, well, when when it actually releases as well, Let's but. Go. Good, good, uh, good attack. I think yeah. it will be useful. Yeah. Um, do you want to get that last train? I'm going to bring something? this guy up just because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to, the one trainer that was spoiled is Riley. Uh, he's a supporter. Um, reveal the top five cards of your deck and ask your opponent to choose two of them. Discard the cards they choose and put the other cards into your hand. You may play only one supporter during your turn. So, you get three cards. You lose two. Um, look, it's <laughs> ridiculous because you're going to lose the two worst, like the two it's, best cards at the moment. Yeah. If you're playing someone that knows any idea what your deck is doing. This is hop, but way worse, in my opinion. Yeah, because you're going to lose what you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, there's going to be a time where you draw five and then they're all bangers and you're still getting three. but those are going to be so few and far between. Um, I just if don't. you're playing Riley that often that that situation will come up, you're doing something wrong, I think. <laughs> um, unless you just like things in your discard pile, where it doesn't matter what they pick, you just want things in your discard pile and you draw three. Yeah, maybe. But that I still feel like there's better ways to get around that than using Riley. Yeah, I agree. All right, that's oh. kind of all there was really it to talk about. I mean. There was other some other uh, basic single prize Pokemon that were just cool for art that are promos, but nothing crazy that you're going to put into a deck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into the meat of this conversation. We have um, the hundred cards, or what was it um, from the, the Starbirth uh, cards yeah. revealed. Um, so before we talk about any of these cards, just keep in mind that these are translated um, and are basically confirmed but do not say any of these cards we're talking about may not come out on our next set um so we might just be kind of spinning our wheels on a couple cards here or there yeah um i mean these are this is the official well i mean this is all 100 cards from the starbirth set yeah uh, regular cards no secret rares or anything like that um and they should most of them should become part of brilliant stars but, I mean, uh, Pokemon International can choose to cut things at will. So, we'll hope to see most of them. We can sp- and then uh, go from there. Yep. Um, I will let you pick the first thing you want to talk about. I don't know if I want to start cherry-picking all my favorites or just kind of go down the list and talk about specific cards that may find relevance. 
Um, how do you want to do this? Do you want me just to get that low hanging fruit or you think we should just start from the top and work our way down? I mean, if you want to start from the top and work your way down, I literally do not have a grass Pokemon. I want, I didn't pick one out that I want to talk about. So I didn't know if you did or not. I mean, the one um, uh, Pokemon, and I don't even know how, it's Turtwig's second evolution. How do you say that? Uh, oh, it's Grottle. Gr Grottle. Um, so you know he's staged he's a stage one um it's not even the max ability but or the max um evolution there um but he does have an ability um so once during your turn you may search your deck for a grass uh or a grass pokemon reveal it and put it into your hand then shuffle your deck um so this being just the stage one um and it's once during your turn not as you evolve it so depending on a grass deck um, that might show up. We already have the Eldegoss that you stumps me with. Um, we have, you know, the Grodel here. Um, so it does have Pokemon Search. It does have um, Energy Acceleration with other cards there. Um, so there may be some use for this card. Uh, out, of, out of all the grass Pokemon, this one does kind of stand out a little bit. Um, even with having the chair cherum and all that kind of uh that jazz so uh potentially a card to look for if you're trying to build a grass deck well i mean if we're talking the evolution line i will um say that's a good ability and i'll bring up torterra um which is the stage two which we're talking stage two here but i do i just read its attack for like the the third or fourth time and it actually hit home now mm -hmm. if you're running grottle and grass you're most most likely running other evolution pokemon most yeah. most of the grass pokemon like to evolve um the attack for Terterra is evo press 50x this attack does 50 damage for each of your evolution pokemon in play so that's 250 300 damage if everything on your bench is evo pokemon um not bad for 190 hp single price pokemon i mean that's yeah that's i mean also there's, there's, up there in HP i don't think for, i don't think it's going to be uh meta relevant maybe um hopefully uh we'll, we'll start seeing some single price decks out there um but i do like that mechanic i can see this being a part of the pre-release uh kit and that i think i would really like to have that in, in a pre-release kit there's a uh, good chance because Turtwig is one like this looks to be uh, like a, a Legends of Arceus or a, a Sinnoh basically because of a Shining Diamond or yeah, diamond brilliant diamond remake. yeah, Shining yeah. Um, so they're they're kind of focusing on those and Turtwig is one of the starters. So yeah, so that was kind of the first thing that popped out of me from you know, starting from the top going down. But I'll let you pick the next one. Um, I'm going to go right to fire and I want to talk about Mr. Money Charizard I, I, Charizard I, I just I'm ex, I'm actually excited for this and it's yep. not because I want to collect it and put it in my binder and show it off like I did with my VMAX yep. it's because I think this V-Star is legit like, I tend to agree with you but I will um, let, uh, the floor is yours <laughs> this thing is going to take out all right, so it's the V star. I mean, it has a V. Uh, you can use literally any of the V's. <laughs> any of the it V's. Works. They're all meh. The 
you just you need to get to the v star the v star mm. is like the one that is actually worth using um and it's not ridiculously like his attacks aren't ridiculously priced like they usually are but so it has explosive fire um is his main attack if this pokemon has any damage counters on it this attack does 100 more damage which is base baseline damage is 130 so yep. you put some damage counters on him you're doing 230 you're KOing pretty much every v that doesn't have that's not named waylord um that doesn't and also doesn't have a cape on it or yeah. a health modifier so that in itself is a really good attack now i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up just because it's also in here later and why this is going to actually work with this charizard is they're also releasing a stadium called magma basin yep where you take a fire energy from your discard pile attach it to a pokemon and then do 20 damage to it yeah, again, that goes great with the first attack. Like you're you're just, you want a little bit of damage on you. You're just getting him online. And then you use any kind of other um, acceleration tactic, like because that's just your stadium. Like You can Raihan, you can Melanie, because there is a colorless. And then you attach the other energy for your turn. Yep. Boom, 230 damage. He's able to be fired up in one turn. But this is not why... I think he's also like it's not the only reason why I think he's legit. His V Star power because he's a V Star. Star Blaze is four energy, three fire, one colorless, three hundred twenty damage, and you discard two energy from this Pokemon. Don't really care about the discarding because you're doing three hundred twenty damage. You're basically saying, "All right, I'm going to eat your two prizers all day, and if you put yep. a V Max down, I'm destroying it." Yep. Yep. So, uh I, I, I don't really think he's not going to like set the world. He, well, he may not set the world on fire. He might set the other Pokemon the on fire. Charizard, it's going to be a, a, like, that's not a single prizer. That's legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, you kind of touched on it with the, the magma basin as well. Um, I think the baby Charizard, the Leonzard also has a chance to be um, relevant at, potentially in the meta um, with the way other cards are shaping up as well. Um, that we'll talk about, um, but having acceleration, having for both Charizards, having acceleration and having uh, Pokemon draw because of the trainer. Um, I get we'll go back down to there uh, later, uh, but it does seem that Fire is in a position, um, you know, to to actually start doing some good things in the meta. Right now, they're kind of on a down downturn. Um, even Victini uh, with the with the the stadium that we just mentioned, uh, you can accelerate Victini even with like a crushing hammer against him. Um, well, he can he can be right up in and going the next turn because it's you know only two attack uh, or only two fire to attack with Victini. V. I mean, you could use Victini. You could run the baby Charizard with him and just do a Charizard themed deck. Mm -hmm. All about it, and he might be the good off attacker that just does basically he can also oko v's with enough leons in the discard and and go from there i mean it's a i just think for the first time they printed a really playable charizard which may set this set on like fire sale wise <laughs> like this card might be like what like out the door to get from the get-go but i mean yeah. i'm interested in trying to run this deck Oh, uh, for sure. I think this is probably one of the decks I'm going to be going for. Unfortunately, it is Charizard, so hopefully it's not too expensive. Yeah. Um, but out of all the Charizards, again, I think it has a chance. 
All right, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit on this next one. Um, we are, You said Charizard. It got me thinking of Leonzard. It got me thinking of a couple other single-prize decks that I really love to play. Um, single-prize decks since, you know, rotation. And, you know, yay, ADP was out, but, oh, Urshifu's in there taking single-prizers, um, you know, kind of out of, you know, relevance. Um, but we have a card that makes single-prizers hopefully legit, um, and that is Manaphy, uh, basic Pokemon, uh, water type. Uh, 70 HP, weak to lightning, has an attack um, that rains uh, splash for 20 damage for one water. Uh, that is not why you play Manaphy. Manaphy is there for its ability. Wave Veil, prevent all damage done to your bench Pokemon by your opponent's attack. Bench Barrier is back, baby. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, I, Snipe was fun while it lasted. <laughs> get out. I... I I love, and this is weird coming from a player like myself because I love Dragapult and I loved sniping when I first started playing um, with certain uh, Pokemon. But I, I feel like, especially in the meta we're in currently, where Mew is such a problem because he's so consistent, but he's kind of straightforward to play against. Um, and and the games are still, and we kind of talked to Little Dark Fury about this last week. Um, where he's like, you know, he's playing any random deck that he's trying to make, and, and he doesn't really mind Mew because you can still kind of, it's only taking one prize at a time. It's only taking the active. Um, so it's not really taking sniping currently. But like Jolteon, um, and then having the Urshifu's just hitting the bench um, really kind of is more of a gatekeeper, in my opinion, to these one prizers or quote-unquote janky decks that you want may want to play or something like that. Um, and I think Manaphy will unlock a lot of possibilities uh, going in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think the last year has proven that, I think the last year has proven that there's a way to play the game with Snipe available, like mm -hmm. legit good Snipe available and still be good without a bench barrier Pokemon. That's just like, that just, just turns it off. But there's like decks like, um, you know, all the single prize decks are just basically if you run an Urshifu, it's just like ah, oh, game over, because you just can't set up. Yeah, and yeah. this is going to let them at least have the opportunity to get going. Because I don't sure. think it, it extends the game at least a turn. Yeah, and I don't think Urshifu is going to like. I mean, I've heard seen it like rip Urshifu. See you later. He's gone. I think Rapid Strike Urshifu can with. Like he has a good other attack. Yeah. And I still think he can find ways to do that G Max flow around this Manaphy. Like not not like you you can obviously KO the Manaphy and then do the I think his attack is worth wild. It does enough damage that you can take out the Manaphy and then next still turn. be able to do his attack. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it does leave possibilities. Um, so it's just going to be interesting to see how many manaphies we play, how many like um, rescue stretchers slash uh, ordinary rods you'll see decks play just for the manaphie. Um, it was always a give and take with Mew in the past. Um, one note to be, it is seventy HP, so yeah. it is a little bit tankier. Um, so those zigzagoon pings will take more um, with Inteleon. Uh, you know the rapid strike Inteleon. Takes it, four, will, it will four take four, four Inteleons or three Inteleons and a Zigzagoon ping. So a little bit harder to get uh, get him knocked out. Uh, so there will be kind of some play there. 
Um, there was one thing uh, I I wonder, and I, this is probably just spitballing, and it just came to the top of my head here with the the bench sniping decks. Do we think that we'll see was that Jolteon, the baby Jolteon, that turns off uh, abilities to water Pokemon um, to maybe play around this? Maybe, um, but that also kind of clunks things up, and I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it either. Uh, maybe in Jolteon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just don't see it. I think like Urshifu would just want to play around it. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think Urshifu can either e A, be fast enough, like you really need to like go out and get this guy like first turn. Like, I oh, I'm playing Urshifu. Let me go get Manaphy like instantaneously. Or Urshifu still might be able to get a, a rapid flow off. Um. I think Jolteon is the one that's going to eat it more just because good. <laughs> um, I just don't think Jolteon does enough damage without actually hitting the bench. Yes. I, I tend to agree. I I'm, I'm happy with the meta with Urshifu and not Jolteon. So. <laughs> All <laughs> right. You've been waiting long enough. I know you've been salivating. Oh, no, I'm going to save. I'm going to save it. it. <laughs> I'm saving it for a little bit. Your dog wants you to do it now. <laughs> I, I know. Not yet. I got one more fire Pokemon to talk about. Let's do it. We're talking about single prizers. I really like the looks of Moltres. Back to the fire Moltres. No Galarian, nothing. Just Moltres, 120 basic HP Pokemon. But it comes with one attack for one fireless, one fire energy, Inferno Wings. 20 plus damage. There's any damage counters on this Pokemon. This attack does 70 more damage. And this is not, this attack is not affected by weakness. So, uh, I mean, this is a good quick strike, 90 damage Pokemon. I mean, we saw how useful Hoopa could be um, in, a, in a world where dark weakness is out there. Mm -hmm. This Moltres, I think this is something like, it, it'll get released and it may not be good because grass isn't lighting the world on fire or metal isn't lighting the world on fire right now. But if it does, pull this guy out. He just, you bench, you basin, 90 damage. Yeah, it, it, it's solid. It's efficient. Um, I don't think it's a uh, card that you maybe focus a deck around, but it's definitely a card that you can throw into a deck that's, um, you know, a, a piece that is a complementary piece to a deck. Um, we've seen Zapdos do it in the past in, in Picarom. Um, and, and decks like that. Um, so yeah, Moltres is a card um, that you can definitely throw into any fire, especially with all the fire love that we are getting in the set. Yeah. I just wanted to bring him up. So it, I'll let you go again. Okay. I, like, I just like it. I just think it's a cool... There's a Pokemon that I think... Keep an eye out. You might see it in a deck. You're right. It's not going to be the deck. Like No one's going to be like, I just built Moltres. It's the greatest thing. Mm -hmm. But you're going to see this in someone's deck as a one of, and that's going to be cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I agree. Um, we'll, we'll see if we find them in some decks. Um, all right. I want to talk about another one. Maybe not necessarily. I'm going to save another big one uh, for a second here. Um, but let's go ahead and jump to Lucario, the baby Lucario fighting um, all right. stage. He was on my list to bring him up. Too. It is exciting enough um, to bring him up. So let's say uh, 
you know, he is a stage one, uh, evolves from Rayalu. Uh, he is fighting Pokemon 120 HP, weakness psychic. Um, so he has an ability and an attack. Um, um, the ability name is Roaring Resolve. Um, once during your turn, you may put two damage counters on this Pokemon. If you do, search your deck for a fighting energy and attach it to this Pokemon, then shuffle your deck. Um, so he does have built-in acceleration. So that can be useful in different ways. Um, but in the way I'm thinking of it, at least the straightforward way, is just attaching to himself. Don't worry about spreading you know, uh, other fighting energies elsewhere. And then just kind of go off of his attack. Because he has an attack um, that is two fighting uh, energies. And then his attack name is Continuous Aurora Sphere. Uh, 10 plus damage. Discard all fighting energies from this Pokemon. This attack does 60 damage uh, from each card discarded in this way. So, I mean, just off the hop, if you use his ability and you attack and then attach and attack, that's doing 120. 10 damage. So we're doing 120 plus the 10. So it's 130 um, without any other um, damage, damage modifiers. You're already really, really close to that two shot of any Pokemon. Um, and if you attach, uh, there, there's other cards that we uh, need to spoil, I guess, to kind of go with that. Let me get, get to this. Um, we got the choice belt um, that you can kind of add to him. Um, so the Pokemon tool, let's see, uh, this attack uh, or the attacks of the Pokemon this card is attached to do 30 more damage um, to your opponent's active V Pokemon. So again, this is in a V world. So you're doing what do we say 130 already before any damage modifiers. Mm -hmm. So you're doing in another 30. So that's already at 160. So you're you're two shotting basically anything that's V Pokemon, um, and that's before you potentially could have any other energy acceleration to him. Um, just switch to him um, outside of that. So I think Lucario actually may have some playability. Yeah, I mean, Roaring Resolve. Ability made famous on another Charizard from before. Um, just a nerf this version where you only get one fighting energy instead of the two fire that Charizard got. Yeah. Um, because if that was the case, I feel like that would be pretty good because then yeah, you're talking about broke. doing 180 um, with just the Roaring Resolve and then the attach. But either way, um, there is a way to get a third energy on there e relatively um okay uh yeah there's hope for him yeah, i think there is this, hope. this is the best lucario i've seen in a so, while yeah this is better than any v version we've seen recently yeah um and, and you said extra acceleration and a deck that comes to mind when like that you've been playing um semi frequently is the you know your your uh the Surfetch deck with the Galarian Zapdos that accelerates energies to itself. Um, now you can't yeah. just switch to take it, but you need an energy switch, but you can get two more energies, like have zero energies on the board. Play, you know, play, play the Lucario's Roaring Resolve, get the, get the um, Zapdos on the field, energy switch. There you go. You got three energies pretty easily um, on, on this and you're doing a lot of damage there. Yeah. Or even, I mean, 
you can easily get i well my thought was easily doing three was you're it's a single prize deck you're planning on losing this lucario the next and and firing up another one you just raihan uh yeah. energy right back on to him there's another roaring resolve attached for turn there's three you're talking 190 like yeah without especially, a choice ban yeah especially if you're in in a um a matchup against a v a v matchup you may two shot one v and then save all that later up so you can hit, you know take that one shot uh on the next v so you're up and, and running so potentially just taking a, a one uh, oko with him um you know you know late mid to late game all right i like that lucario I, I mean he was on my list to talk about too i think he might be a good pokemon we'll see if he comes up mm -hmm. but you went fighting i guess i'll go psychic <laughs> it's time i think we need to talk about whimsicott v star um now whimsicott v is nothing to write home about uh it's very very basic v just just to get basically need it to get to the v star uh i mean the cotton guard attack on the V is 90 damage, and then you take less damage, like we talked about in my in my uh, trivia question. Uh, but that's three energy and not really worth doing. The fluffy obstruction will be fun against uh, basic decks because uh, that's that attack does 20 damage, and if the defending Pokemon is a basic Pokemon, they can't attack during your opponent's next turn. Um, cool if there's a lot of basic decks like i don't know zashian is a thing um still i mean it's a good card you can obstruct that um but then again you're just a switch away from being able to use it so v nothing really to write home about i was hoping for a little bit more from the v just to but we're just going to go for the v star um now the V-Star has its one attack, uh, Psychic color, color, uh, psychic and two colorless, Tricky Wind, 160 damage. Your opponent can't play Pokemon tools or special energy from their hand during their next turn. Now, tools, eh, could be cool. Mm, special energy right now, stopping that from coming out of your hand could be useful as a basic attack. Yeah. But what I'm really excited for is the good old V-Star power attack. One psychic energy, cotton ball star, V-Star power. This attack does 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each energy attached to this Pokemon. Good old Whimsicott GX is back <laughs> in the form of one attack that can hit anything on your board. I love it. and. I just, this is good. Like, I don't know if you can make Whimsicott be a deck by itself, but I don't buy, I, I just say buy Al Creamy. Like, I don't know. I'm going to put it in the deck with Al Creamy, I think, and then use Whimsicott as the closer. But I, I think you can almost say buy Al Creamy and go with Whimsicott because you're, you're talking about two prize Pokemon instead of a three prize mm -hmm. in Shadow Rider. And that can be your cleanup because. Yeah. I mean, you do run the risk of putting everything on Whimsicott, but when you're talking about cleaning up 60, that, that only needs like four damn like four energy and you're doing 240 damage. Um, so it's not 
that that's that's one turn of shadow ridering yeah right to it yeah that, so, that and then you hit anything it, you hit yeah, anything anything you having snipe yeah this definitely would fit into a shadow rider um even playing against the shadow rider potentially um it seems like a very fun card at the moment i don't know how relevant it is because there's a lot of decks that have a lot of success that don't need a lot of energy um mew being one of them um you have you know jolteon currently um basically only needs one um and then you got what what do you got the um urshifus again discarding what they have now a lot of these decks might not like the tricky wind um having those uh special energies unable to attach um but yeah there's definitely some you know deck theory crafting slash testing that needs to be done with whimsicott yeah i'm excited for it I mean, she's not as bonkers as I was hoping it would be, but they gave me the cotton ball attack back. So <laughs> I'll, I'll find a way to make that work. Uh, I was hoping for the ability where she doesn't take damage again, but oh well. Yep. All right. Um, I've got one, and you kind of uh, talked about tools are um, not being as um, prevalent, uh, but this, this card might change your mind depending on you know what what kind of the meta is going to play out and that's um honchkrow v yes. uh, a basic dark pokemon uh 200 hp it has an attack and it has an ability um honchkrow uh stash so this pokemon can have up to four pokemon uh tools attached to it if this ability stops working discard tools um from the pokemon until you have one um so i mean that that would kind of suck if there are our stadiums or or abilities to shut yours off um but the possibilities are kind of endless so you can i i i think this probably sees more room in like a deck that wants to disrupt you more than tank um but think of that uh you could have up to four capes of toughness on this guy i mean i don't know if that's probably the way to go <laughs> I mean, that's, that's but that's all your 400 that's all the capes at once on one pokemon but that's 400 hp <laughs> if you did something like that now, now you don't have to go that route um you there, there are plenty of disruption cards um that that can you can mess with your opponent you can have what is it the the um the rugged helmet uh is one of them what was it the mask what was the mask called uh let me pull it up here um, the spirit mask. mask. So if you're trying to like maybe mill your opponent or something to that effect, um, you can have four of those just discarding um, like crazy. Um, you can always have tool jammer in there um, on top of anything else. Um, there, and plus other tools or tools that will be coming out. Um, I think it's interesting. I, I do find it probably in a deck with some kind of milling or disruption. Um, is probably the way to go with this guy um but let's go ahead to the attack um so the attack is too dark and a colorless the the shadow fear for 130 damage uh excuse me um and then after the 130 damage your opponent reveals their hand um so again uh if this goes with i, I don't know the masks you can see you can potentially kind of see what they're going with and then I don't know if there are cards that I'm not thinking of right off the top of the head, like that you can start discarding cards from your opponents. Um, there is another kind of card that 
I think probably goes with it. And I think it's probably a card that will make disruption or mill or, or whatever you want to call it um, prevalent. Um, that's Roseanne's backup uh, supporter card uh, that might go with it. Uh, you can choose one or more. Uh, shuffle this, uh, I'm gonna shuffle a Pokemon from your discard pile into your deck. Shuffle a Pokemon tool from your discard pile into your deck. Shuffle a stadium from your discard pile into your deck and, and or shuffle an energy from your discard into your deck. So if you are potentially losing some tools, you can use this and kind of really kind of rinse and repeat with a bunch of those cards. So um, between the two, I think there's something there. Uh, now the, the 60, I'm not 100% sure, um, but I think there's endless possibilities with this um, in, in specific decks. I had this on my short list of things that I was going to use it for, but not for anything that you brought up. Um, then bring yeah. up what you got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do believe that Honchkrow may have some control, uh, control play to it because of the four tools and the weird stuff that you can combo with putting tools on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, my instant uh, thought was basically being able to stash tools for tool drop whimsicott that's another um, one because you're finally ramping her damage back up um you still have to run into the ability uh, you still run into the problem of um you don't have u-turn boards again so you can't like repet repetitively do whimsicott very easily um so then you're still uh relying on maybe like a trash cyclone garbador to bring those tools back but that would give um, Whimsicott a lot more closer. I mean, if you, I don't, if you go really tool heavy and you can get like, two of those full up at eight tools, that's your talking 320 damage then. Yeah. From Whimsicott because it's 40 times. Still a big combination deck um, to get those out there, but it definitely gives Whimsicott that that um pokemon to really start ramping up that that damage uh that it wasn't able to accomplish um as steadily back in the day yeah you know oh. me. everything everything revolves around whimsicott hard so. mode all <laughs> right i have um a silly one that i kind of want to bring up that i actually like and he's three different versions actually printed yeah um in here because it is wormadam wormadam um so there's the metal version there's the fighting and i believe there's the grass version as well um solely bringing it up for the each one of them have a different second attack but i'm only bringing it up for the first attack which is double colorless and it's madam's rage 30 plus damage this attack does 10 more damage for each pokemon in your discard pile so um i just piled it pile pokemon in your discard pile do more damage it's silly i i feel like someone could break this <laughs> it's it's mad party with a worse multiplier but it's easier because you just throw whatever you want in the discard pile um maybe uh i i just feel like that's a cool attack it's a uh, a niche a niche thing that might actually work okay. if you can make it work yeah 
it, it, definitely. Um, I, I still think it might be a little rough to get that, um, but let's let's get into the next card that kind of helps. So we have things that already discard that help get those in there, um, but we do have another card that really kind of helps discard, um, and people have been hyped about this card coming back, um, and that, of course, is Ultra Ball. Yep. Ultra Ball is back, so that can definitely help deck you were just talking about and multiple different other decks. Um, so other this things. will be our Pokemon search for the next two years. Uh, especially in the, what was it, eight to nine months until uh, Quick Ball rotates. Uh, so Ultra Ball, item card, um, discard two cards from your hand. Um, if you do, search your deck for a Pokemon, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Uh, then shuffle your deck. Uh, so it doesn't have to be basic. So it could be anything you want. If you need to discard, it's two discards. So going to be in a lot of decks. You're going to see a lot of this. Key thing is, uh, one, you can discard two V unions and then go get one because it's not specifying like evolution or anything. A V union, a piece of a V union is considered a Pokemon card. So you can actually grab a V union piece with an Ultra Ball. Yeah. Now, I don't think that Ultra Ball will make V union necessarily relevant. Um, I hope so because I hope, I hope we see a meta that we see. Um, v maxes, single prizers, V stars, V union, just a little bit of everything be relevant. Um, I don't know if that this card by itself, um, you know, we still have the was it the adventures discovery that kind of helps with that as well. Yeah. Um, so you can maybe adventures discovery get two v, v union parts out, discard two of them with the the ultra ball pull out another one, maybe like Chichino or Quick Ball that away, and then basically hopefully potentially get that out um, pretty quickly. Uh, so there are cards that do help that, but you're going to have your stage, you know, your stage twos, your baby Charizards, your single prizers. This will help with, um, this will be, I think, a four of, especially after uh, Quick Ball rotates in almost every deck. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, until quick ball rotates, uh, you're looking. You're still looking at more quick balls than ultra balls mm -hmm. uh, because discarding two is a little bit more than obviously one. Um, I think quick balls are just a little bit easier to play at the moment. Um, but I mean, uh, as far as we know, like quick ball and maybe Evo incense because I haven't seen either one of those be printed. Um, will be going and then it's basically just ultra ball so it is definitely going to be the pokemon search of the upcoming future oh for sure uh, i'm excited i'm sure a lot of people are excited about that card um the the, the possibilities are endless yeah. all right um speaking of things that are being reprinted um let's talk about which we talked a little bit before because we've seen this spoiled, but Aluminium V. I want to bring it up again because I am excited about it. Um, it is a water Pokemon as I'm scrolling mm -hmm. to uh, where it is, but it is a V, obviously, and it has an attack that um, it has Aqua Return, Water Color Colorless, uh, 120 damage and then you shuffle this pokemon and all cards attached to your deck so it has a return attack but the main reason why you're playing this um is the ability luminous sign that has 
When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may search your deck for a supporter card, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle your deck. So, in short, it's Tapu Lele reprinted as a V with arguably a worse attack, but you can shuffle it back into your deck. Um, it's just the out creation that Lumion V gives you um, is a lot, so much more because now if you need, like you have all, like if you're dead drawing, you could hit any of those supporters or a quick ball or an ultra ball. You, you now add ball searching to being able to get a supporter that you need, yep. like research to yep. get out of that dead hand. It's not as quite as abusive as like the Dene was, but uh, I think back, you know, in, in expanded days now, uh, Tapu Lele was probably more balanced of a card. Um, and I don't know if the attack is worse necessarily because, again, uh, you know, worst case scenario, you can get a like a Melanie with the new double colorless. Um, and you're yes, you're only doing 100 damage because of the new double colorless, but you're you're scooping them up in one turn, still putting chip damage. And then potentially, you know, knocking it out next turn with a different Pokemon. Um, obviously, you're not going into it thinking I'm going to use this attack to win the game. Um, but there is versatility there. Um, so I do I do think this card will help with uh, consistency on a lot of decks. I mean, I don't remember Lele's attack. I was trying to look it up. But I just heard a couple of people that said it actually does have a useful attack. Like you can actually mm -hmm. use it as an attack rather where if you're using Aqua Return, you're kind of just like, I want to try and reuse Lumina. Like, yeah, you're trying to kinda, reuse it. You may do chip damage. Yeah. Kind of like you would want to use reuse Outagoss. And you're not losing any cards in the process. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So I don't know how we're doing on time here. Um, I don't want to go too, too long. Uh, but there are a couple other ones that I do want to talk about. Um, and let me find it here. Um, well, I, I guess we can talk about this one because I do want to talk about the new Spiritomb. Uh, maybe not going to be meta-defining, uh, but it, it is a basic dark Pokemon, 70 HP. It has two attacks. Um, so the first attack for a colorless ticking terror until the end of your next turn. The defending Pokemon's weakness is now dark. Um, the amount of weakness doesn't change. Um, so potentially setting up a big shot, you know, there are a lot of dark decks out there, especially with Mew rising up, a lot of dark decks trying to take advantage of that. Maybe um, you don't quite have enough to attack this turn and you're playing a deck that's not Mew, you can potentially use this and set up a, you know, an Oko with a different dark Pokemon that might take advantage of this. Um, and then you have another one for one dark energy uh, curse drop. Uh, does uh, put two damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. Um, so basically, quick shooting Inteleon's ability um, in an attack because um, you put two damage counters on your Pokemon any way that you, you like. So potentially doing enough chip damage to take something out on the bench. Um, so there is a little bit of versatility there. Is this a main like attacker or a deck that you're going to go around? No. Um, but it might find its way in some dark decks. Well, just a key note is you can split those two counters. You yeah. can put one one here and one there. You don't have to put two in the same spot. And damage counters, again, isn't an attack, so bench barrier does not block it. I have a couple um, 
like quick hitters. Yeah. Um, I wanted to point out that if if you play, I if you play Sinchino, um, the Minchino that is dropping in this in this set, if we get it, is going to I believe replace the other Minchinos that we've been using mm-hmm. uh, because it has call for family now. So you have yeah. a Minchino that can search for two basics. Uh, whereas the other Mancino didn't really do anything besides have 70 hit points. Yeah. Um, this Mancino has call for family. So useful, basic uh, uh, search kind of thing if you help set up. Um, so Ryan, Turtwig, if you are still playing Sinchino Urshifu, replace it with this one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's a little bit better. Um, and then I also wanted to bring up Empoleon uh, from Water Pokemon because... Yep of his neat ability now you don't necessarily need to run the rest of empoleon in like the piplup line you just throw some empoleon in your deck maybe you throw him out earlier uh, but he has an ability called emergency ascent once during your turn if this card is in your discard pile and you have no cards in your hand you can play this card onto your bench and then draw three cards so one, you cheat him onto your bench, but he's just basically emergency draw. Yeah. If you're ever down to nothing in your hand, or like you just you like oh if the play is like I have to empty my hand, I'm not going to have anything to draw. You can literally just use him to get out of like get three cards as long as you have an empty bench space. Again, with um, having the the ultra ball out there, it does help get that to kind of uh, expedite that situation where that might become relevant. Yep. And to note, like you're cheating him onto the bench. So then you'll be like, well, then I'm stuck with this useless Empoleon on the bench. Not that useless um, because for one water energy, uh, he does water arrow. This attack does 60 damage to one of your bench, one of your opponent's Pokemon. Uh, so it's sniping for 60 damage. Now that may not matter because Manaphy's coming out in mm-hmm. the set in with it. But at least you have a one energy attack that you might be able to find some use out of. Yeah, and one of those Pokemon that one of those Pokemon can be the active. Yeah. All right. There are a couple other ones, and I'm probably not get to all of the ones that I want to. Um, but I do think that we need to talk about this one. And forgive me if I don't know how to say this name. Um, it's Bidoof's uh, evolution. I, I think it's Bibrowly. I, I don't know. I think it's Biberel. Biberel. Okay, so yes, yeah, so we need to talk about Biberel. Um, so it is a stage one Pokemon. Um, it is a colorless that has 120 HP, uh, evolves from Bidoof, as we just mentioned, um, and it has an attack and a ability. Um, we'll start with the ability. Um, efficient front teeth. Uh, during your turn, you may draw cards until you have five in your hand. Um, so we've already seen how um what's it called um in in rapid or in the mu deck genesec genesec we've seen what genesec can do obviously this is not as efficient as genesec because it is a stage one so it will take longer to get out especially if you're trying to set up multiples um but we did we have seen genesec you know kind of run rapid in that deck um just drawing 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 uh, this is another another way that you could kind of do that same effect for a little bit more work and a little bit more cards, but potentially, especially with the Manaphy out there, you can kind of protect, protect him. Um, so can potentially be a very effective draw supporter 
for stage ones or any deck for that matter. Um, and then it does have uh, an attack, and I don't think you're going to ever play him for his attack, but for three colorless, um, tail smash, 100 damage, flip a coin. If tails, this attack does nothing. Yeah. Um, essentially, it's a single price, so Valley um, mm -hmm. for an ability. And uh, you know, I ran, so Valley is a good, was, was a good draw engine. Yeah, four decks. I mean, it, it was a thing that you could rely on to use to get to draw. And you, I mean, this is once during your turn for each Bibarel or uh, that you have on the bench. Yeah. So uh, you can have two, draw five, play five, draw another five, just like Genesect, um, as long as you have as many as you want. So, I mean, it can be a very good draw engine. And even if people decide to go take this out, um, it's only one prize at this point. I mean, this is something you used to get off two prizers and, and people would use it as their draw engine. I did in a deck. Like mm -hmm. I, I still have those Savalis that I used. Um, it's just, so I could see this being another draw engine and it doesn't get turned off with like uh, Path to the Peak or anything like that. So you can actually rely on it no matter what people are playing. Besides Empoleon V. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you have any other ones that you want to add? There's probably four or five more, but I don't think we have enough time for that. So I'll probably just pick, um, I'll probably have one or two if you have one or two. Uh, I don't have any more Pokemon to talk about. I have two to three trainers and I can really kind of quick hit. Let's do it. Well, um, so the two trainers, I just want to quick hit. Uh, Cynthia's Ambition is coming out. Um, it's it's draw cards and it's a supporter. You draw cards until you have five cards in your hand. If any of your Pokemon were knocked out during your opponent's last turn, draw until you have eight cards in your in your hand instead. Mm -hmm. Basically, right now, if your deck runs Bruno and you're not a single strike deck, I think you play this instead because you're a yeah. you're drawing up to an extra card and you're getting if you actually do the knockout like the knockout portion. Um, you're getting an extra card if you have a low, low hand size. Yeah. So, I mean, the primary abuser is Rapidstrike Malamar of, of Bruno. I think. Hey, this, if just... if Manaphy makes single prize decks good again, you might see this as a four of in a lot of those decks potentially. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I will say is if you're a deck that has a big hand, but you want to and and you're not playing a lot, like Rapidstrike Malamar usually goes down to just Bruno in his hand ambition would be better because then you're drawing eight but if you sit on a lot of cards then the shuffle draw of bruno might be better but yeah. ambition this cynthia is going to let you see one extra card yeah i mean there's definitely something to be said about that yeah um and then i did quick hit uh collapse stadium i don't think it's gonna be great but i do like it that you're yeah i was actually gonna bring that one up for sure uh, you're knocking off a pokemon i don't know if it's enough because you're only going down one pokemon I don't know if that's enough to, to make it matter, but I do like it. Okay, so again, like right now, Mew is huge into this. So if, if with this collapse stadium, um, with the, potentially the Horn 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 Crow, um, and then what was it? The other one, Rosanna's backup. If, if you if the right person gets the right combination of disruption cards, especially if you have crushing hammers with the collapse stadium, you can start discarding their bench. You can start flipping hammers. Um, getting those hammers back and taking a deck like Mew out of out of the game right there. 
Um, so in combination, those those all can kind of be deadly to a deck like Mew. Yeah. Um, so I mean, definitely something to be said for, especially if Eternatus still is in the in meta. People are trying to make them work. Another counter to to Mister Etern. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of the meta currently, kind of pretty much. Yeah, well, Mew's and there, so people counters for Eternatus. Yeah, well, Mew's there, so people are like, let's play, let's play Eternatus. So we're gonna make this work. Um, dang it, I, there were two that I wanted to talk about. Um, let's see which one I find first. Let's let's uh, let's talk about Garchomp. Um, I do definitely want to talk about Garchomp. Uh, stage two Pokemon. Um, he is a dragon type. Uh, HP is 160. Um, you have uh, an attack and a ability. Obviously, no weakness or resistance here. Um, Sound slip. Uh, is the ability uh, when you play this Pokemon from your hand and evolve it um, to let me let me start that over when you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during this turn during your turn you may prevent all damage uh, from the effects of attacks done to this Pokemon during your opponent's attack um, damage ability, and effects damage and effects yes uh, so definitely some versatility there uh, with that. Uh, and then it does have an attack uh, for a water and a fighting energy, uh, 160 damage, discard two cards um, from your deck. So it's theoretically two-shotting most Pokemon and has, having ability to make it a little bit more tanky. Um, is it going to be meta-relevant? Maybe not, but still another Pokemon single prizer that kind of sounds fun to try to make that deck work yeah it's a cool i mean garchomp's cool um the the ability is nice um i just don't like the whiting the water fighting cost i mean if he was a rapid strike pokemon mm -hmm. i would i would be all for it because then you're a single energy attach and then you hit for 160 um you can't i don't know how you accelerate one of those turbo two. patch easy <laughs> i thought turbo patch has to go to a v pokemon same with melody yeah, like, i thought so it was just a not a v max i don't know it's been a minute played, i haven't played turbo <laughs> patch in forever i remember <laughs> the last time you played it you were playing against me and i think you had a u-turn deck and you had the v max out there you're like yes and i'm like sorry uh, yeah buddy. i know it can't <laughs> go to v maxes but yeah um, uh i mean i don't know, think it's gonna be meta defying but i definitely want to try the deck out yeah. All right. I know we're probably missing a few. Um, do you have any more that you want to talk about? I mean, not really. I mean, I think everyone's talked about RCS V Star. He's in mm -hmm. here. Um, Shaman V Star is also in in the set. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we've talked about them. I think they're self-explanatory. I think RCS is going to make a bunch of decks work. Um, but that's really it yeah i mean, I mean there's one the, i'm it's not necessarily we need to go into detail but flygon if you can figure out the energy acceleration is doing a hundred and or 320 damage if you can that that is a huge cost though um yeah. so i don't know uh other than that i i didn't really have too too much uh I'm, else to I, talk about i am excited uh because double turbo energy is also part here it is coming in um that's just going to be nice i mean you can attach it to v's 
uh, you just lose 20 damage. So no big drawback uh, for V's or V maxes. I just, I am more excited. The fact that you, we, we again have four, like eight options for single prize decks to use double colorless. Um, attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I am excited for the meta uh, going forward. I think one prizers have a chance. I think that overall, I think there is a control slash mill slash whatever you want to call it deck that's out there somewhere for somebody to discover. I think there's enough cards out there now. Um, I think V unions definitely have a chance to be relevant now with uh, Ultra Ball, as we already kind of talked with Adventurer's Discovery. Um, v maxes obviously uh, have been part of the meta. The V stars. Uh, I think have a, especially that Charizard, like this is a Charizard. I think that really has a chance, but we have five different five to six different archetypes um, that are completely different from each other or like, like just prizes. So we got potentially one prizers, two prizers, three prizers and control mill, whatever um, that, that have a chance to be relevant. Yeah. I think, I think it just takes the right person to figure out the combination. Yeah. I think you're going to start seeing, um, with brilliant stars a transition into that one one prize two prize three prize meta i mean one prize might not come around right away because you still got to figure out the right pokemon um depending you might see weaknesses pop up first like whatever is popular at the moment like uh yeah uh, i don't know if it's going to be like if shaman kicks off then you'll see fire single prizers kick off or if Mew's still going then you, you might still see them dark boxes but so you'll but you'll see one twos and threes because I think V stars are the V stars that are releasing are good enough to build decks around. I think Charizard is especially mm-hmm. one that you can build a straight deck around where you're not putting a V max in the deck. It's two you're taking two prizes max from that yeah. deck. Um, Whimsicott, no, not so much. I feel like you still need Shadow Rider with her uh, Shaman. Uh, maybe, but uh, I mean, I, I think Leafeon's the better V star at that. If you're playing a grass deck, I, I yeah, just, I, that's just me. Um, because Leafeon and Glaceon are going to be in then box sets, so yeah. I, and then Arceus, I mean, Arceus will make other decks work too, just because of the energy excel, yeah, and uh, any ability, yeah, that the, the ability, the energy excel. Uh, I think the, the meta is looking up for sure. Um, unless we're seeing some kind of bad combination. I know there's been some um, heated discussions on Twitter about the the choice belt. I, I I would have loved to see it be on single prizers only, but I don't think it's that meta breaking if it's on VMAX, whatever. I, I think most of them are doing enough for one shots if they're the, doing that anyways. The only kind of bummer is that it takes, because it takes things that hit, for v, like VMAXs that may hit for like two set 240, like your, your maybe your uh, what is it? Uh, the bird that Betel Bird, a Corviknight, or um, a Salamance. I'm just thinking of other things that hit for 240 or 250. Then you're hitting for 280, 270, which then you're Okoing V Stars. But the like the V Stars HP were like just enough where you're like you can't Oko it unless your name's Eternatus, and well we're still printing counters for Eternatus, so good luck. 
but (laughs) (laughs) um i just that's the only kind of like bummer part that i do get with people because it's just like i'm just gonna put this thing on my new on my vmax and keep ko oko and stuff i mean i get it but i I get it it might be i think it's a kind of like a necessary evil for some single prizes though oh yeah um I think overall that that card's going to to make single prizers work just as much as they're going to make VMAXs work. So I'm excited about a lot of these cards uh, to come up. Um, I don't know. I guess there's not much to add. Uh, you have anything else before we wrap it up? No, that is it. Uh, I'm, I am kind of thoroughly excited. Uh, I'm hoping to see some cool alternate art when we caught V-Star, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm waiting for that article next week for the secret rares. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, so thank you, everybody, for sticking to, uh, to the end with us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get us at Twitter. Uh, you got Chuck at Watch Whimsy. You got myself at Panux1 and Ryan at ry for gaming And you can also hit us up on Pit Pokepod on Twitter as well. Thanks again for listening. And if you listened on anything, leave us a review, uh, rating. Let us know how you like the podcast. It helps multitudes of different ways uh, from getting our name out there a little bit more and just giving us some feedback. So thanks for that in advance. Thanks again. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.